0: If you're a more energetically sensitive creative or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur podcast with me, Anna Stokes, is a business and marketing podcast where we uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success. And how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long Stokes, and I am your host. In today's episode, I am kind of excited <laughs> to talk to you about this topic. We're going to talk about boundaries. And the reason I'm so hesitant about this is that boundaries are hard for empaths, generally speaking. And I'm an empath. And setting boundaries has been really challenging for me. And, you know, there are some areas of my life where setting boundaries has been easier. I think in some of my friendships and relationships. Where it has been more challenging is in relation to leadership, entrepreneurship, and the workplace. So in today's episode, I wanted to dig a little deeper into some of what I have personally noticed for myself and for clients who are empathic or energetically sensitive when they try to go and establish boundaries. But before we get into that, let's just talk a little bit about why boundaries tend to to be difficult for empaths. You yourself might be sitting there going, yeah, you know, I'm an empath and yeah, you know, I kind of hate boundaries. Um, My opinion, (laughs) this is just my opinion, something I've noticed in my years of reading empaths, hiring empaths, managing them. Being friends with them. Um, empaths tend to attract people into their life that are empaths. So what I have noticed is that establishing boundaries is difficult for empaths because they tend to be people pleasers and they tend to feel hard. So what does it mean to feel hard? That sounds a little, that sounds a little nasty. <laughs> what I mean by feeling hard is you have big feelings. Empaths tend to have um the ability to sense energy. So someone who's less empathic uh, might hear a phrase or a sentence or have someone say something to them and they'll take it at face value. Empaths are always reading between the lines. And if you're empathic and you don't have control of this ability or you haven't learned to hone it a little bit, or even sometimes turn it off, because sometimes as an empath, you need to turn it off then this is always on overdrive. So in a way, you're on sensory overdrive. So a normal person might hear a statement from someone or a question or an answer, and they hear the statement, question, or answer. Whereas the empath hears the statement, question, and answer, but then they also feel it or know it or sense something about it. And this is really that reading between the lines. So, what does this sensory activation or sensitivity have to do with boundaries? Well, what I've noticed is that it makes it more challenging to establish the boundaries in the first place. So, maybe empaths are really clear on what needs to be done. like i need to I need to let this person know that when they talk to me like this it's uncomfortable. or I need to let this person know when they treat me like this it makes me feel this way. So they might be really clear on what changes they want to see in the relationships they're in, but where they struggle is in communicating those changes and then setting the boundary. So it's kind of twofold. It's communication, but then it's all also like putting a boundary in place and saying so this is what I need from you. And so why this can be hard for empaths is because you know, a normal person when you say to them, "Hey, you said this to me; it made me feel like this," a normal person would say, "Oh gosh, sorry. Like I, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't intend that." But um, what a lot of those people are also feeling or projecting onto you when you put those boundaries in place is um, maybe some punishment. Like punishment energy is probably what you'll experience most. Okay. So what this looks like, I don't want this to get confusing. What it looks like is, um, let's say you have a friend, Sally, Sally's always late to your coffee dates. She's always 15 minutes late. And at first it was cute. Ha ha ha. Sally's always late to the coffee dates. But then eventually, you know, it starts to kind of piss you off because if you had known that Sally was going to be late, which even though you like knew she was going to be late, you wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. You know, you would have spent 15 extra minutes getting ready for the day or working out or doing something that was for your benefit. But instead, you sit waiting for this person who is always late. Okay. So eventually, you finally get up the nerve with your sensitive, empathic self to say, Hey, Sally, you know, you're often late to our dates and it makes me feel like you don't respect my time. And Sally would go, Oh, oh my gosh. And of course, that's not what Sally was trying to do. Sally probably runs her entire life off being 15 minutes late. We all know these people. And it's not that they mean to offend you or they mean to be disrespectful. But over time, um, they are disrespecting your time, essentially. And I'm not talking about the one-off, I'm late for a date. I'm talking about the repeated pattern of being late. And so... Let's say you let Sally know in a very, you know, just like genuine, kind way, very transparent. This is what you've done. This is how it makes me feel. Sally might say, oh my gosh, I'm really sorry about that. And and on a conscious level, she might be sorry about that. But what I've noticed, if your friend, especially as a fellow empath, feels maybe slightly attacked or she feels taken off guard, if Sally feels emotions around that, which she likely will, it likely won't be as clear cut as, oh great, sorry, I won't do it again. I mean, if it is, that's great. But oftentimes when we're someone who is establishing boundaries for the first time and we go to say, hey, this is something you're doing. And like, here's how it makes me feel. Here's a boundary moving forward. She might be a little taken aback. Um, She might get hurt feelings from it, which if you're an empath, you'll pick up on, you will feel it, you will sense it. She might get a little defensive. Like, oh, well, I remember that one time you were late. And so, you know, energetically, she might start attacking you, punishing you. Something might be happening in her body that has nothing to do with what she's relaying to you through her conscious words. Um, And this is where things get really complicated. (laughs) So I... I have a couple of psychic friends, only a couple because friendships with psychics tend to be really dramatic because we're all in like our psychic spaces. And then we have to like, because we see the energy, we have to eventually talk about what's very obvious to us, even if it's uncomfortable. Whereas if you just have like a muggle friend, you can just pretend it doesn't matter or just let let it, you know, blow over when you have a psychic friend and you both read energy And you're like, okay, should we talk about this energy that's between us right now? You can't really like avoid it. But if you have a a friend who, you know, you have called out or tried to set a boundary on, it's likely that there's going to be some emotion running through their body based off of, you know, their pictures and energy and the things that kind of, you know, maybe you're pushing a button. Maybe years ago, they lost a friend, Over that same issue. And they're really embarrassed because they haven't been able to take control of time in their life. So there could be a million reasons, okay, why this person has a reaction to what you're saying that is anything but understanding. Very normal. Okay, so this doesn't have anything to do actually with Sally. This is just about the fact that you, as an empath, hear her words, but you're also going to be feeling or experiencing. Her true energy around it in some way. And so let's say in this case, Sally feels ashamed, bad, or guilty. Okay, so she's not mad at you. She's just feeling ashamed, bad, or guilty, even though her words say, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And then you start talking about something else. Because you're an empath and you're sensitive to energy, you're likely going to be then experiencing some of the energy of this conversation with the person that you're in. So you might, if you haven't learned a lot of the tools and tricks that we teach in Empath Energy Management 101, if you haven't learned those tools, you're probably just going to be kind of sitting there in that conversation for that hour-long copy date with this unspoken, uncomfortable energy between the two of you. Okay, so you were feeling really good. You know, you're like, oh, I'm really proud of myself. Like I finally said something, I communicated. I put the boundary in place, but you know what? It didn't feel good. Like actually my body feels kind of like crap. And then you all of a sudden find yourself sitting in an energy of shame, guilt. Oh my gosh. Wow. You found yourself sitting in the exact same energy of the person you just had that conversation with. So what do you do moving forward when two weeks from that coffee date, you know, you have to have a discussion with your boss or one of your employees? about something that's been on your mind or in your space that needs to be changed. Well, you're probably going to reflect back on how you felt two weeks ago when you had that conversation with Sally, and you're going to think twice about setting the boundary in the first place. You might start saying things like, well, you know, it's not, what they're doing not that bad. Well, if I do that, it's going to change the relationship where it gets complicated is when these are your employees. Like I could do a whole episode on how I was pretty much unable to establish boundaries upfront with my employees and how my inability to do that led to almost a complete explosion in my company right before I sold it. And it was all like kind of my fault because I didn't want to face the energy that I knew I was going to face when I put the boundaries in place that I knew I needed to put in place. So if you're an empath and you're, you have a boundary that you're looking to set, I completely understand where you're coming from if you're having a difficult time Um, taking that step to set the boundary or if you've tried it before and then there's been backlash for it. This really happens with empathic leaders and entrepreneurs who have teams. Like that, That time you go to be like, no, I really need the team to adhere to these boundaries. No matter how respectfully you do it, there will be backlash. So In today's episode, I just wanted to kind of explore this a little bit more. And really, I don't have a lot to teach here. What I have is experience to share about what it's been like being an empath and trying to set boundaries and how hard it's been, how uncomfortable it's been, how much I walked through most of my life actively. And I mean, super actively shutting down my empathic space, my clairvoyant space, um, my clairsentient space, shutting it all down and deciding to essentially stick my head in the sand and be in a lot more unconsciousness. Because if I was unconscious, then I could pretend that everything was okay. And that's how I operated most of my life was just like pretending everything was okay. And then if something felt bad, you know, sometimes I'd fall in like the self-help trap of all you have to do is think it so or think it better. But then like, hello, I'm like an energy, like my little spidey senses are going off telling me this isn't right. This isn't right. And eventually it catches up with you. Um, eventually you have to remove your head from the sand. And you have to face whatever it is you're here to face. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, you came here as a spirit. You took a body in this lifetime and you're here to have experiences. You're here to get through energy. And so if you walk through life, tiptoeing around all of the quote unquote difficult things that you need to do to take your next steps, then you're never going to take your next steps. So this is what is hard. Um, This is what's hard for me. This is one of the reasons I really love supporting empathic leaders and creatives and entrepreneurs is because I know what it's like to be faced with this new level of challenge that a lot of people who are just less empathic or who have really shut that space down, they don't have to deal with this. They really do see the world at face value and the experience of energy is not as obvious or, I don't know, at the surface as it is for the empaths. That I know. Okay, so point being, if you're an empath and you go to put boundaries in place, there is likely going to be backlash. It's likely going to be subconscious on behalf of the people who have a problem with you setting boundaries, whether it's your parents, your friends, your employees. A lot of them will not even be aware of. Or they won't want to admit. Maybe they're slightly aware, but they're just going to stick their hand in this, their head in the sand. They're not going to necessarily want to um, admit, or they're not necessarily going to be conscious of the fact that they're throwing energy at you. You know, whether it be guilt or punishment or shame, whatever this emotion is that they're kind of going to essentially be punishing you about for establishing boundaries, we can just call that backlash. So there is going to be. Backlash, and you know what? I hope that feels good for me to say that I've been working with a coach recently, and I've been, you know, I just got to this point in my life where I've been working for the last seven years so diligently on, like, my spiritual boundaries, uh, my meditation practice, my energy work practice, and I got to this point where I realized my body and the boundaries I had set in place for a lot of my relationships for my relationship with food with alcohol with some of my friends like I I hadn't set the boundaries the way I needed to and so I was having this discussion with her and a lot of this came up around my trip to Portugal and how we went home early you know before I went to Portugal I'd had this coaching call with her and it was oh I'm going to do this I'm going to do that it was kind of like committing to a lot of these things and and I got back and had the call with her. She's like, oh, how did this go? How did that go? And I was like, honestly, I think I let everybody else set the tone for my trip. And I ended up coming home a week early due to, you know, many things. A part of it was we were just a little burnout on travel. But another big part of it was there was just a lot of drama happening with uh, the Airbnb that we run in Costa Rica for a house in Costa Rica and then the Airbnb that we run here uh, on the Oregon coast. There was just things coming up that really had I put good boundaries in place with the people who were giving me trouble, essentially, whether it was a property manager or a guest or a neighbor, then I I wouldn't have been so emotionally impacted in such a way that I felt like, you know what, I just need to go home and take care of it myself, which falls into that energy of responsibility, which then falls into the energy of feeling like a martyr. And it's not a sexy energy. It's really gross. And it's not attractive. It's not attractive to like attracting abundance. It's not attractive to attracting partners. It's a not sexy energy. So I was having this really candid discussion with my coach about this. And what came out was, oh, like it's time, like it's time to begin setting some boundaries. And um, some of this clarity had come because I have, essentially, and I'm going to do a podcast episode about this soon, but I'm not using the word sober, but I really have, have just pretty much not been drinking or drinking very infrequently or very little. And um, it's really come to my attention how I could use alcohol in the past as a stick my head in the sand tool. Like, oh, I'm so conscious all day. And then I'll drink two glasses of wine at night and then I can just go unconscious and I don't have to necessarily deal with whatever that thing is I had to deal with, whether it was a difficult conversation, a commitment I made that I no longer wanted to keep, like whatever the thing was, alcohol was a great crutch to just sort of hide some of this unconscious energy around setting boundaries that I wasn't ready to look at. And I have no judgment for myself around that because it's all part of my process. And I think everything happens in due time. But I got to this point where I didn't go into the call. I went into the call telling my husband, I don't even know what I'm going to talk with my coach about today. But she's really good about um, (laughs) listening to what I'm saying and then being like, okay, let's talk more about that as a good coach or therapist will be. So I've been working a lot on my own boundaries. And what my coach said was, what are you most afraid of? And I said, I guess I'm most afraid of the relationship changing of things changing. And she said, well, Anna, it's going to change. And I was like, oh, and it just felt so good to have someone be like, yeah, like there's probably going to be, uh, you know, people who will appreciate you more or less based on you setting boundaries. All of these things in your life will change once you set boundaries. And just to have someone say like, yeah, things are going to change. It felt just like my like free pass. Um, you know, Pasco collect $200. It's like, yeah, it's going to happen. So just like know that it's going to happen and then deal with the fallout, the consequences, the backlash, whatever it is, deal with that as it comes, just know that it's going to happen. So I'm bringing this up this week in this episode, cause I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing this theme run through my life right now. I'm seeing this theme run through some of my friction to flow clients who have employees or contractors or partners that they're attempting to maybe for the first time set boundaries with. So I don't know if this episode helps at all. I just wanted to get on here and say, you know, boundaries, boundaries are important. You know, whether you've gotten to that point where you've discovered what boundaries you need, or you're sort of playing with what that looks like for you, boundaries are just, um, self-love actualized, like whatever it is that you need to set boundaries around, even if it's temporary. Like I have some boundaries in place with me and alcohol right now. Does that mean I will forever? I probably won't forever, but right now I do. Right now I know what I need. I know the boundaries I need to have in place for my body, but that could change. This isn't set in stone. So, you know, I encourage you as a empath listening to this episode to just think about is there something in your life whether it's a relationship usually it's a relationship let's be real but it could you know it is a relationship whether it's relationship with food with alcohol with a friend with a family member with um even with yourself maybe you need maybe you're an uber creator who's running on overdrive and you need to set some boundaries in place with yourself like i will not create something new for x amount of time because i'm not going to put my body through what I go through every time I go into uber creative mode, every time I have uh, that overdrive week, you know, whatever it is. So the boundary might be with yourself. So I encourage you to take stock and see if there's one area of your life where you're looking to establish a boundary. And I encourage you to take the steps to do that because once you become aware of it, once you become conscious of it, the energy is going to be in movement you're not going to be able to hide from it for that long. And so kind of a part two to this is that I encourage you to do it from a conscious place. What I found myself doing, and I'm not proud of it, was that instead of having the discussions I needed to have with people, I would wait until the irritation got so big that I would have just a complete angry outburst at the person who, by the way had absolutely no idea that whatever they were doing, whatever was irritating me or had been irritating me for a month or maybe 13 years, (laughs) depending on how long we've known each other, uh, they had no idea. And then it would come out in this angry outburst that I wasn't proud of, that I'm not proud of. And like, I don't want to do that. No one really wants to do that. You can communicate boundaries and you can communicate them in a kind way, And, you know, you're still going to handle energy around it. It's probably going to pat it a little bit if you do it nicely, but you're still going to handle some energy around it when you're an empath and you go to establish boundaries for the first time. But when you do it consciously and you do it kindly, you know, you can take some big steps. You can see some big changes in your life. And really, it's just another way of becoming conscious and aware of what you need so that you can keep growing as an empath in this lifetime. Because I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're here to do big things. You're here to do magical things. And um, setting boundaries is going to help you do that. In fact, it's probably like mandatory that you do it and that you do it sooner than later so that you can begin to live the life you came here to live. Okay. That is all for now, my friends. I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to the empathic entrepreneur podcast with me, Anna Longstokes. For more information on these and many other topics or to contact me for a consultation, please visit www.empathicpreneur.com. That's empathicpreneur.com or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, If you like this podcast, please remember to take a minute to leave a review and to share with a friend. Until next time, keep creating.